never give up. I never give up. I never give up. Hi guys, welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today is another fantastic day because I've got Drew Delgado with me. And Drew is a man who has had a very interesting life, a very interesting journey, um, which turned him uh, into a real man, defined in my books as someone who had to learn the lessons the hard way and was then willing to transform and is now out there to be the, the light in the darkness of others, to speak about his experiences, his trauma, his transformation in such a way to actually show that there is hope, that there is help out there, that you, the modern man needs to be comprehensive. <laughs> also needs to be compressive. It needs to be, we need to learn how to be men again uh, in an ever-changing society, ever-changing uh, life. And it is a minefield. We're tap dancing in a minefield, but even more important that we are honest and open about it. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Drew, welcome to my show. Thank you so much, Stefan. Thank you for having me. Um, wow, what an introduction. You better talk to my wife. I mean, I better you talk to my wife or something like that. Um, but that's, that is one of the... <laughs> she knows the... she knows otherwise otherwise you wouldn't be together now <laughs> yeah 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 no I, I have a great life because of of sobriety and because of uh, uh an anonymous program mm -hmm. um definitely how did it all you start know, i mean you you did you wake up one day when you were five and thought nah come on i want to be drunk i want to be no <laughs> no i didn't um you know i was uh we, we long before i was addicted to the drugs and the alcohol i was addicted to your um attention I was addicted to your validation. I was addicted to all these things that I just felt because I had, I had felt less than, right? Mm. So it started early, like in, in hindsight, 2020, I didn't know this until I actually sat down and did, wrote stuff out, like we learn in the steps and things like that. Like I didn't, so I'm speaking to you now as a man that has been sober for a minute, that has worked on himself through the program, but also on outside with outside help as well, for sure. Um, so when I speak, it's like some of the words, sometimes I even hear myself speak. It's like, wait, what did he do? How did you, what? And this is just everything that I, that I do now, it's, it's um, added to, and it's not instead of, oh. I still do whatever I did 20, uh, 19 some years ago. I still do those same things, but I've just added a lot more to my plate. Reason for that is I've seen what happens to people that do things instead of. People that do things instead of, if you're suffer, if you're a real one like me, like you, they, you know, they end up getting sideways and, and they end up, um, and it doesn't end up very well for them. You know, usually they end up uh, dead, which is obviously horrible. They end up in jail, which is the option. Or they just, when they end up really um, just tearing down what they've built over the last. And one of my big things is, is because I have been sober for a minute, I like to work with men that have... A little that have been around for a minute they know the song and dance they know the page numbers they can rattle off they know the prayers i'm not a big time guy even though i've been sober for a minute um because i've seen guys go out with 5 10 15 20 30 40 years mm. so i'm not a big um double digit sobriety coin on my swinging from my chest and mm. saying listen to me hey check me out not at all you know mm. i believe we're all here in life in general on an even playing field 
No one's better than or less than, especially inside the rooms, right? Because we all want one thing. We just want 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And so I never let that get too far ahead of, 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 you know, of what I'm doing. So it's like, you know, back to like one of my big things that I work with is a lot of these guys is just looking in other areas of their life because, you know, everything I have today should be just stamped property of Alcoholics Anonymous. This house, my kids, my wife, like, because I didn't have any of it when I came in. I was one of those stories. And so I, um, in order for me, I guess what I was saying back to like when they start doing instead of, we've seen the instead of, I'll go do breath work, I'll go do a plunge, I'll go, hey, that's fine, but I don't do that. I, I still do what I do. I wake up in the morning, I read, I pray, I meditate, I journal, I, I just do all that stuff. Everything else, cold plunge, heat, I'm not against any of that. But the problem is when I see, especially when I'm working with a lot of uh, uh, guys now or new, the newer guys, they're like, well, what about this? And how about that? And it's like, yeah, you can do that. But here's what these guys did 80, 90 years ago. And this is what they, here's the steps that they took. So it's, um, that's how I went off into, you know, I do, there's been a lot of stuff that I added to and, 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 and never instead of, I've seen what happens to guys that instead of I'll go to church or I'll go do this or I'll volunteer more here. Um, for me, you know, that, 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 uh, that 10 step is, is just a powerful tool. The night, the, the night, uh, when we retire at night is up on awakening. It, those are steps that should be continued for a lifetime. Like it says in our literature, because, um, my brain will always, well, maybe I could do this. Maybe if I just lost 20 more pounds, maybe if I just this, I'll feel better. I've always looked for something outside of myself to feel better. Hence the validation, uh, your approval like me, and I didn't come from a family that didn't have that. I came from a single mother, yes, but I knew what love was. You know, I just always wa walked around with something in my mind, which which I speak about now, kind of like what you introduced. It's like now I'm at a point in my life where I've noticed there is men that are just suffering in silence. They're dying in silence. They're dying with the old... I'll handle it. I'll worry about it later. Just push it down, repress it, repress it, repress it. And then it comes out in some sideways way. Even in men and men and so it doesn't matter. Again, your time, I'm not impressed by. Even men in sobriety, you know, they get into other things. You get into, you get into other comforts, you get into other vices. And for men speaking openly, it's, 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 it's not like a big secret. You're running to gambling, you're running to porn, you're running outside of your marriage. Um, you're running in uh, to your career, all these things that, again, would validate me as a man. Well, what is a man or what is, you know, first, a, 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 uh, this this program, you know, our program gave me a purpose. First and foremost, at year one, the guy said, you have, you have, you have a right, you have a, you have a, you have a, a debt to pay, Drew. I'm going to cry. Sure. You have a debt to pay for the rest of your life. And that's to stay sober and help another alcoholic, period, period. And you're one of these guys, Drew, that you're sicker than most <laughs> and you're going to need this thing. So, so never leave. And these, this is, this came from a guy that seen me four years prior in and out, in and out, in and out. I wasn't like, Hey, here, good. So um, let me check this out. And this is great. My life changed and everything is good. No, I struggled, man. I came in four years of on the backs of everybody around me. Everybody helped me. I didn't, I'm not a, I've earned my chair here guy either. You hear that shit a lot. No, my mother earned my chair. The people that I hurt earned my chair. 
you know, my, my, my brothers, what, what they saw me put my family through. Those people have earned my chair. I didn't earn shit. If I earned what I got, I'd be dead or I'd be in prison for the rest of my life if I got what what I thought I earned. So there's a lot of um a lot of opinions around the rooms, you know, and there's a lot of um things that have absolutely nothing to do with what's in that 164. I'm a big proponent of what's in that first 164. I also like a lot of things that are in the stories too. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great things. When we pray, uh, at a resentment, praying for someone, that's a story. That's not in the first 164. Nowhere in our literature in the first 164 does it talk about making my bed, but you know what? I make my bed still. <laughs> so there's a lot of suggestions around here too. Yeah. It's a monkey see, monkey do program, Drew. Just make sure you're following the right monkey. That's what these people told me. They told me to stick with the winners, Drew. Another thing you hear, right? Stick with the winners. Well, that means there's some fucking losers around here. And there's some, some, so there's some, there's some, there's some con artist. There's some predators in here, but this is when we come here, it's not the bedrock of mental health. No. It just isn't. And I thought it, I mean, me coming from the world I came from, which was um, criminal. I mean, just very, I mean, I'm 52 with the story, you know what I mean? Um, and so where I came from, when I saw these people smiling, I'm like, oh my God, everyone's great. Everyone's perfect. Everyone's this, no. but it, it, it's just not, you know, we're not, I'm not again, because I could rattle off some page numbers and, and I could say this and make some funny quotes. And I could tell you the Bhagavad Gita. I could tell you what Gandhi said. I could tell you what Buddha said. I could tell you all these interesting things that I've heard and learned here. I'm still stuck with the spiritual malady today. Every morning I get up. I get up every morning and people say, oh my God, you, how could you say that? Easily. I get up every morning in fear. I get up every morning. I, I And I think the first few years of me being sober, I said, oh, I can't wait till I just wake up and it's all perfect. And I'm, I'm floating and I'm this, I think that was like expelled during, during, during four and uh, four, is it four year four and year eight that I, I would, that's what I was striving for. Once again, I was striving for perfection, right? I wasn't striving for anything but that. And I was just missing the mark. You know, I just thought it would be like that. So I say that not to scare anybody, but I say that because I'm human first and foremost. Yeah. I'm, I'm an addict, alcohol, I'm this, I'm that, I'm all these other things, 100%. Um, but I'm human. So I wake up in fear. So I, to, to get out of that fear, there's certain rich, certain rituals, certain things, which I think what you said, you know, this lack of um, these men, real men, whatever you want to say is, um, yeah, it's becoming, it's, it's a thing. It's literally like a, um, here in the States, it, there's a lack of good leaders. There's a lack of good role models. There's a lack of good coaches. And I think that's due to the lack of ritual, hmm. the lack of initiation, the lack of um, single uh, fatherless uh, kids. You know what I mean? No one's there. If you look at old ancient traditions, you were initiated into manhood. It was a, it was a, it was a, a very special ceremony that took place. We've gotten further and further away from that. You know, I have my own opinions, why and what, and this doesn't matter, but it's just a fact, mm. you know, right now we're in, in America, we're at, we're, we're at the highest rate of uh, uh, single mothers that we've seen in our, you know, forever in our lifetime. Well, Okay. There's fatherless homes. Mm. So when there's no father here and you hear about it, like, hey, where do they, where does the kid go? He goes out to the streets, he, the gang, and then, the, you know, he gets in that, but he's just not, you know, they're, they're just, 
Mm. There's just a lot of young men out there that are lost in suffering and silence. What they're getting from now, what I got from then was, you know, TV. Oh, I thought I'm 52. So, um, like I said, my, 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 my biological father split when I was two, my mom raised me, raised me until another man, she remarried at eight. But during that time, you know, I noticed that being a single mother, latchkey kid put in front of the TV to, you know, to, you know, cause I was a hyper kid too. Um, I lost myself and I was into fantasy and my identity. Like I said, hmm. Mork and Mindy, the Fonz, like all those programs courtship of eddie's father that's what i thought a dad was that's what i was always been searching always been wanting <laughs> you know what i mean i thought oh that's what i'm supposed to have that's what a dad is where's mine why don't i have it going to parent teacher conference with, with only one parent i'm different from you automatically at a young age i'm already noticing okay hey wait i'm different two parents what's going on why am i different why am i weird hence me always looking and searching for your validation and for your for your love and for your acceptance and uh beating my head when i couldn't get it and that just went on that 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 need for approval and that need for acceptance took me down the wrong roads as i got older because i was always attracted to the gangster and to the to the to the quick money that the, the the fancy women again I was brought in. Now I'm getting older. Now I'm drawn into like movies like Colors with Gangs, Scarface, mm. The Godfather. You know, now what's being programmed in my brain is money, power, sex, mm. um, control, manipulation, like all that shit. Now that's what's raising me. You know what I mean? Even though I tried to have some positive you know, role, I didn't, I didn't grow up like a like a wolf in the in the streets or anything, but I did have some positive role models. But Everything else was blaring this, 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 this. That's why now with these kids with social media, I get it. Man, you go on a video, you see a this, you see TV programs. Like it's no wonder why. Yeah. I know you're you're down, you're next to down under, but I don't know. It's no wonder why, like we are in the state we are with when you know with men. So mm. where I'm at now in my life, oh, there's so much. But, you know, being a father, I got my son is six. My 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 girls, twins are four. I'm 52. Me and my wife have been together for eight years. Like, it's important for me to keep my family unit together. You know, one of the hardest things I have to do to people are like, okay, they always ask me, or you know, some of the young, what are you working on, Drew? What are you working on now? If you're always constantly doing this work right now, I'm working on intimacy. I'm working mm. on true partnership. Mm. I'm working on... um what that is to be it's easy to be a dad i mean it's not easy who's not who doesn't love their kid it's easy for me to be the father of this doing this doing that look at he's such a great dad oh my god again all that all that but ask my wife how i am when when we have to communicate mm. ask my wife how i am when um yeah when i have to speak when i have to actually show my feelings and my expressions again because being around here for a while and doing being successful in a career, I could shuck and jive and I could move and talk and everything's great. Everything's great. But if I ever have problems at night when I'm retiring at night, I'll ask my wife if I if I need to work on anything or any character <laughs> defects. You know what I mean? Because she'll she'll let me know, like, OK, why don't we talk about this or, talk, or ask my mom, ask my mother, the poor woman that I made suffer all those years worrying about me how my patience is when she calls me after 10 minutes on the phone with her, how I'm just either ready to hang up on her or ready to get out. You know what I mean? Like, how's the spiritual life? How's your spiritual spirituality doing there, Drew? How's your spirituality doing when 
the lady in front of you on the 15 items or less line has 20 items. You're counting the little old lady's uh, items on her, on her, on her thing. Like, how's it then, Drew? Like, how's the things that you could look like such a great guru inside the rooms and then go outside the rooms? Like, that's where real life happens. That's where the the test is, right? It's oh, it's like... out there. It's like. It's easy well, to stay sober and, and promulgate the good this and that inside because <laughs> I know it. I've been I'm programmed in it for 19 years. Uh, but how are you? How am I taking what I've learned there and living out here? How am I as a is, father? That is exactly the def, that definition of integrity. That is mm -hmm. how you behave when no one is watching. <laughs> okay. Right. So and the, we are often. I mean, for Christ's sake, I was always a hothead. I still am. I can control it much, but not when I'm behind a, a, a steering wheel. Um, no, in the car, if you don't drive within a nanosecond of the the roundabout getting free, um, I'm <laughs> and it's just oh, we all have got these weaknesses. We all have got those things. But that is that is the the. Oh, the insights we I think much that comes in sobriety is that our our uh, our emotions they become more real they become the wave of neurochemicals that are normal for you you can't somehow wish them away you can't somehow says oh I'm now I don't know in my 50s and I want to live that and that life therefore oh no you you wave of emotion go away I hate you uh, bullshit. It doesn't work like that. It's still there. It's your makeup, your adrenaline's little sparks, and it's being pushed by buttons. Oh, fuck's sake. You might not even have figured them out now. Um, and you will not able to figure out some buttons until you're dead for crying out loud. But that's life. That's life. We never will be perfect. Never, ever. And by giving right. you actually that peace, that, that knowledge, that no, you will never be perfect. So stop trying so hard and just be you, but be the best version of yourself. Accept your weaknesses. Maybe turn them into strengths because that's what you and I are doing. Our weakness was our addiction. Now it's our superpower because we know where we came from and now we can change. We can actually raise awareness of the fact yeah, well that, that, we are, that we are who we are. And that's what it is like for me now. Like I, I, you know, obviously what that guy told me, you know, I do, I take to heart, but now it's like to help everybody, you know, my, my, my like goal, my mission, my credo is uh, to build the man. I always, I always needed, always wanted nice. and gift him to the world, nice. to the world, not to, it's easy to gift it to my kids, to my wife. Yes. And that's what I want to do. That's what I, that's what I personally want to do, hmm. but you gift that man to the world. You figure out what's ailed you your whole life and and tell about it. Speak about it. Mm. We're on social media now. Like, mm. reach out. Let people know. There's a lot of people. The suicide rate is in. Everything is just the world is at a different place. And it's not like we are. Um, it's not where like we're saying exercise, get some sunlight, get out, move, no, stay in here, take this pill, you'll feel better, you're depressed, your anxiety, look at all the things that's being like, mm. programmed for kids to again, like, just like I was programmed, they call it programming for a reason, right? Um, yeah, you know, like, the depression, the, the kids that are on medication, like, mm. and that's just the next generation of men that are, are, are going to be, you know, going to be 
leaders or they're not going to be leaders or there's going to be it's just going to be an interesting time so again one of my big things is figure out what's ailed you how you fixed it let people know and then help other help others it's kind of like what we learned here right mm. get sober help someone else and we just keep passing that on and we keep doing it um and i think with you know with the urine urine uh you're down in new zealand i'm up i'm up here in the states it's like look what Look at the power, you know, some people are down or don't like all the technology. I do think it's a lot of information, but look at when it's used for good and how we can speak and talk. And, you know, with what I do now with dads of dads, um, I hope I hope fathers all around the world again. And I don't it's just to start a conversation. One of my biggest things why it was hard for me during those four years when I was in and out, it was hard for me to say, hey, I have a problem. Hmm. Um, hey, I need help. And um, the third thing still, which is today is say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Still, it's still hard for me to say that again. Let's just refer to my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just, exactly. let's just ask my wife uh, better yet. Okay. You're, you're single. Let's ask your coworkers. Let's ask your employees how you are. Let's uh, you know, you could, if you want to talk that spiritual high powered spiritual stuff, yeah. let's ask them how the spiritual life's doing for you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. No, and it is again, but then again, you, you are quite right. We need to address those things in our lives. We live more in, we have to live more intentionally. Um, don't just be a float some on the top of some fast, moving river but no actually try to get back in the driver's seat try to find a paddle and actually say okay there's a lot of shit going downstream but let's actually we have the power to steer and that is something so important we can do that but it takes habits i loved what you said initially with with you're still making your bed you were referring to some of the things that we learn in in our early sobriety um this is i think yes of course it's part of sobriety but more importantly, it's part of living your life intentionally, regardless of addictions, regardless of mental health. Um, if you actually go out there to live your life to the fullest, that means that you take every moment as the gift that it is, and every moment as an opportunity for choice and an opportunity for taking action. Once you start a life like that and make it literally, what can I do right now to become a better man, to become a better husband, father, uh, man, whatever you wish to do? Um, it's an opportunity. And therefore, I love the habits that you introduced. What are some of the other habits that that you take care to stick to or that you recommend your the other dads to get into the habit of? Okay, so it's different... People come to me with what I do with different, I'm kind of, um, there's different um, thing. I work a lot with like um, around nutrition and I work a lot with, um, cause I believe, especially for people that have us, like if, if my, if, 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 if I'm alert, you know, the, it's talked about as like an allergy. So if I'm allergic to certain, a certain thing, obviously with you know the alcoholic and the drugs and stuff like that i i really started looking at like how i was eat what i was putting in what i ingest in my body let's say like that okay so i'm very aware of what i ingest not only through my 
uh, mouth through my eyes, mm-hmm. I guess through your nose and through your ears and who I surround myself with. So that's something when nice. I when I'm working with someone, what am I ingesting? Right? Am I ingesting propaganda through TV, through this, through that? Through, and I, again, I, I have no buy, I have no no judgment on it, but I just don't do that anymore. Right? I have done it, and I had to look at myself like six, seven years ago and say, okay, I'm emotionally not capable of reading something, seeing something, and just going about my day. No, that's consuming me. Now you're going to pay and I'm going to show you and I'm going to, it's just, it was too much. So that's one of the things. And I had to, I had to, and it's not hard for me to admit. I just have to, I have to look at something and if it's affecting me in any way, I'm now going to be bringing that home to my, to my children and my wife. It doesn't matter. Right. So what I ingest in my body, what we ingest in our bodies, what I work with is, is key. So through the nutrition, that's easy because it's not easy. That's the hardest thing. But through whether I want to turn something on, whether I want to scroll, how much am I screen sucking? You know what I mean? Like that's just versus how much am I uh, maybe exercising or how much am I just taking a walk? Like how much am I just here in front of this computer, the blue light, all this stuff. So I will look at what I'm ingesting and who I'm surrounding myself with. If I'm surrounding myself with people that are always just constantly, oh, F, you know, blame this, blame that, this, look at he, what he said, look what the government, look at like, Absolutely. that has nothing to do about anything. So again, ingesting. And when I'm working with guys in, you know, in, 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 in our secret society, in our club, um, <laughs> it's one of the first things I look at. One of the first things I say is, okay, write down how your day was. Let's talk about it. You know, I get little... I make it a lot more person uh, personable now too, um, just because I can get to cause and effects a lot quicker when I start talking to them and, and start getting to know them. Um, I have for me myself and the guys that I work with that are on my program, not, not in AA program, but the program that I teach for, around mindset and personal development. It's for non-negotiables. It's a wake up time that you can commit to. So you, if I say I'm waking up at five, alarm goes off, I'm up. I'm not like snooze. I'm not this. The big thing why that is, is because that's the first thing where you can start calculating a little win, right? If I hit snooze, if I hit snooze, if I hit snooze three or four times, now I've already negotiated on my word. If you break your word to yourself, uh-huh. You br- you start breaking your word to yourself in the littlest things throughout the day. Love it. Love it. You have just smashed your self pride, your ego, your worth, all of it because you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Huh. So it's it's easy. It's it's Love a wake it. up time. Yeah. Let's start with the wake up time. My wake up time is four a.m. And the reason why I do this is because once my family's up, I can't get anything done. Okay, so I got to get as much done as I can. But you, you, you listen or you talk to or hear the, uh, the tit, the, the 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 Tony Robbins, the Ed Milets, the Grant Cardone, like all these high functioning guys, they wake up early. If you were to wake up an hour early for a year, you'd have like three and a half weeks. An hour early, mm. three and a half weeks to do some of uh, time to do something, and a lot of these high performance guys know that time is everything. Mm. Because we don't know how much time we're going to have, right? So time is a very important commodity, better than money. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You have the I, I I work with you know successful, wealthy, blah 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 men, and they would do any. They would pay any. Um, they would pay millions of dollars for ten years to to set the clock back ten years. They would give it all up. That some of them have said, "I'd give everything if I could go back to my twenties right now, mm-hmm. knowing what I know, I would give everything up." 
and go do that and just replicate it. You know what I mean? That's how they nice. think. So time is money. Time is everything. Time, because we, we don't know how much we're going to have. I would learn that from uh, Rick Warren. Rick Warren's the most important thing you can give someone is your time because you're never going to get it back. Sure. So when you give someone a piece of your time, mm. that's like, wow, that's better than a piece of gold, money, mm. a bond, like anything. So I have a big, I have a big respect around people's time. And when I say I'm going to do something, all that stuff. Mm. So it's a wake up time. Sorry, I go off on a tangent. So it's a wake oh, up important. time. Important. So I'm out. waking up, waking up, non-negotiable, whatever. You, we we set a time, whatever time's good for you. But it can't be a time that's easy for you to either, because your 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 level up, your growth doesn't come in comfort. Your your your, your growth is never going to come while you're just chilling and kicking back and not thinking about everything. It's going to come at times of adversity. It's going to come at times that. Look, True. it's going to come when it's hard. Look at look at how True. how diamonds made. Look at the pressure and the heat that needs to ha yeah. happen in order for a diamond. When you forge steel, look how many times it has to be hammered, heated, hammered, heated, hard, intense. You know, so it has to be hard for you. If you're waking up at six already, don't tell me your wake up times at six. No, we're going to scale it back, right? So it's a wake up time. As soon as you wake up, then you get into um, because a lot of guys I work with aren't in the program, but it's very kind of program esque funny you'll you'll notice the, the 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 correlation so then you wake up and then you read something um it doesn't have to be a book it could be a, something positive it could be something spiritual it could be something mm -hmm. just something where it's going to put you in the right frame of mind that's going to get you out of that scarcity mindset a lot of the men i know that wake up like me we wake up in fear the bills the kids how am i gonna do this what's gonna happen the bank my check like all these things so immediately and you don't go to social media you don't wake up and do this like you're just you don't wake up and start scrolling because then you're 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 screwed mm. that's another like non-negotiable but the main things is uh the wake up time automatically get into some type of reading journaling right that's two and then the third thing is is if you can and that's why again for the early wake up time especially for fathers is to get into some type of hyper hypertrophy workout some type of just quick workout to get your brain elevated the cells the blood everything going to 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 lift to to be lifted up right um what that looks like it's like i'm not going to the gym i can't i don't have time good push-ups burpees sit-ups body weight exercises i like the best because you can do it at home in another room in the garage in the front room wherever you can do that so that's number three, a workout if you can. And then number four is you just track your macronutrients. You just keep keep good nutrition. Usually because of one of those vices that I spoke about earlier, the porn, the this, the food, you get into, it's the other, the sugar, the the, the other, you know. Now, you you uh, what I've noticed too, again, this is, again, this is just an observation. I like to say I'm a social observer. I'm not judging you. Social observation, though, after about... 15, uh, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years of remaining sober, you do start putting on a little bit of the weight, right? It's because we are not very conscious or we comfortable. So let's knock some of that out. Put it this way. I've never heard anybody say, God, I feel horrible now that I've lost that 10 extra pounds. I want it back. Let me go sit at the donut bar at the, at the meeting. Let me go, let me go hang out at the donut bar with the other old timers. No, exactly. so, 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 so we look at your body, your composition and see where you're, where, where you're at too. And then how your your nutrition, how you're eating, like how, again, what you're ingesting, if you're ingesting just crap calories, 10,000 
calories a day of just garbage. It's no wonder why you're waking up in a fog. It's no wonder why you're operating from a scarcity mindset. So a lot of the things, so that's the four non-negotiables anyway. I could go off into a whole thing about that. But those are the four things that we focus on to put you ready up, ready to go. So when when the rest of the world's waking up at seven or eight, you've already stacked wins. You're already on a winning streak, right? right? You're not just waking up. You're just not coming to like we hear that they say you're you you have a good game plan going. And then, you know, uh obviously from our from our, our blue literature, it says mm-hmm. we think about the next 24 hours a day, you know, your plans, your designs, what you want to do. And then we start writing. Pen to paper is always better than mind to mouth. And I heard that from an old timer, right? Pen to paper is better than mind to mouth. What I've recently learned as of like three years ago, some guys like, Drew, you know why you write things out? Well, you know, I'm like, no, why? It's because you're spelling. You're casting a spell when you're writing. I was like, all right, I like that. I've never heard that, but I'm going to take that, you know? So you're, so when you're writing, not when you're texting, not when you're putting it in your notes, not when you're, when you're actually spelling, it's a spell that you're casting out in the universe. And it's going to more, you're going to be able to more stick to it. And you're going to remember it a lot more than again, mind to mouth because mind to mouth is easy. And I'm in sales. So I love mind to mouth, especially when it's about me. Um, So those are the four like non-negotiables that I do now added to what I do inside that, that second part of my non-negotiables, what I do, what I do is I pray, I meditate. I think, I think, uh, you know, my creator for, uh, you know, this, I, I go through that whole thing too, but for someone that isn't in the program, that's just coming to my other, what I do, dad of dads, um, is that that's the four things to get your get your day going so the the and some some people have no problems with the macro some people have no problems with nutrition some people have no problems with the wake up maybe the workout's hard but everybody can see what their heart the the their their hardest part is and then we just focus we hyper focus on that and then we tweak and and, and do that you know we we really put the screws to uh what that looks like for you some people can't wake up i can't wake up i can't wake up well that's why can't you wake up Oh, well, I binge watch till 2 a.m. Well, okay, that's why you're not waking exactly. up. And what you notice is throughout that the, the, there's all there's only a there's some there's some habits that um that you're currently in that just need uh you you need to uh, just a different program. You just need to start looking at the a, a change of perception, right? You just need to start doing things a little bit better if you ever want to level up and uh, you know that's the big the, the key word everybody uses if you ever want to level up and go to that and, and grow into that next version of you because my whole thing with dads of dads is is to build the man you've always needed gift him to the world but also be the father that you always wanted all the men i work with um Stefan have father issues around father growing up and it doesn't even i i had like i said some of my clients are very um, prestigious, very well-known, very wealthy, very this or that. They, their dad was there physically, monetarily, but he wasn't there. He, his presence, his, he wasn't there, you know, uh, he wasn't there. He wasn't connecting with them. He was always in the background. He was always charged. Guilty. They they didn't come from, you know, his dad, they didn't split up, but his dad was always out working, you know, providing for the family. And he just wasn't there. He wasn't there to say, Hey, how's your day? Or, Hey, what's wrong with you? I noticed you were, um, you seemed a little a little down when you got home. Is everything okay? Mm. You know. So, again, that that awareness, bringing that awareness to uh, the vibration that you bring home, is another like big thing to me. And that's another thing that I work a lot with men on one on one because it's hard for them to 
sorry about that. It's hard for them to, um, to speak like that because who speaks like that? If they've, if you've never been spoken to like that, that just doesn't come to you. Like, Oh yeah. You know what? My days, you know, it wasn't like I was pulling up to the connects house, sitting down, getting busy and getting down and getting low and say, Hey, by the way, guys, I'm a little, uh, I don't feel good. You know, my relationship right now, I've, uh, I'm a little financially insecure right now, guys, you know, everything was good party. It's on. It's, you know, that's how, how I lived for so long. So, you know, for me to come in for the first, again, the time's nothing, but for the first handful of years, it was just, a, it looked a lot different. You know, my, my, my scope was just, you know, I've, 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 I've changed the the clicks on my, on my scope just to see things in a, in a different light to, to, to bring some some stuff that was in the foreground, okay, okay, to just to bring it up and really hyper focus on it. Yeah. For me, it's important. For me, one of the most important things, obviously, to stay sober and help someone else. Yes, that's my purpose. But for me, it's to um, be the father my kids need, the kids need, deserve, the husband my wife deserves, and then help other men because I know there's a lot of men, and I learned that being. Um, I'm a later on in age father, but I learned that in, 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 you know, in the rooms and in sobriety, cause you hear these guys coming in, like, uh, you know, in men's meetings, you hear a lot more stuff of what really goes through minds. I'm like, man, I, that's one of the things I do not want to be. I, I don't want to be, and again, no judgment, social observer, but I don't want to be all this guy with 20 years and all my fifth marriage or 20 years. And now I'm screwing around with hooker. You know, I just don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be, I want to be when a young man comes in and he's dying from alcoholism, that he has an example aesthetically, mentally, and spiritually of what it looks like to, to stick around here for a while. You know, I don't want to, I always was like weary of going in, um, going in and seeing this two 300 pound man telling me about discipline and do this and do that it's like bro you can't even like control what you're putting in your mouth like what are you talking about and some people are like drew that's so wrong that's so there's nothing wrong with with wanting to be healthy and look healthy there's just there's nothing wrong with that i'm a big proponent of if you're not happy with your presence you'll never truly be present mm-hmm. fact you won't nice, nice. mentally spiritually Mm. um emotionally you mm. just won't be monetarily like so what like you got this you got that you got the day you got the jet you got this but you're you can't be there you can't be present because you you, you know that uh that 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 tits in, in a belly on a man are, aren't what it's supposed to be you know what i mean like who cares you know that and you're bringing that energy to your kid and your family i work a lot around nutrition if you haven't already noticed i work a lot around nutrition again because you'll never truly be present if you're not happy with your presence straight up. And I'm not talking about, of course, you're not going to grow if you want to be six feet tall. And if you're five, 10, you know, you want to be this, you want to be darker if you're lighter, lighter if you're dark, because the grass is always green on the other side. But something with your nutrition, you can control, you can control the physical. um, And that has so much to do with us as humans on how we operate, especially with all the food, what's in food and additives and everything like that. So I'm a big proponent on nutrition and I, and I, and I, I really focus on macronutrients. Nice. Absolutely. hundred percent true. And it is that directly impacts how you are because it's not for nothing that we call ourselves sometimes hangry. Uh, I'm hungry and angry. My wife was, was exactly the classic thing. She would go to church on a Sunday morning um, and then come home because she hadn't had breakfast. She rushed to church, 
And whilst she has had some good feelings there at the moment she came home, um, I yeah, they were, yeah, I was on the receiving end there of hangry. Classic example. The other thing, of course, is if you are struggling with your emotions and you are going on a sugar binge, and that might be as much as one donut, okay? So your blood sugar goes up to the sky, and then it uh, insulin drives it down and goes really low. Guess what? Your emotions will follow suit, okay? So and a lot of people, yeah, yeah, a lot of people aren't aware of that. A lot of a lot of people have no idea, no clue. I had no idea, no clue. Granted, when I first. In my first like two, three years, I gained 60 pounds mm. and then talk about like, what a, and then I share this, it's, it's no, I'm not, but what a, like, yeah, okay, I'm not dying and hanging out. Yeah. And I was stoked. I was just big, fat, happy kid, but I was happy <laughs> to not be living and doing that. But now I'm looking like, I'm just, you know, unrecognizable and I'm like, oh, I gotta, you know, what am I going to do? And it was like, well, at least you're sober. So I had, I hang my, I hung my hat on that. Well, I am sober and I'm not putting people in danger. I'm not putting myself in danger and putting needles on. So I am grateful for that. But I just, and I don't even know if I had someone that would point some of these things out, like you just said to me, if I would have even taken heed. But oh. that's like a lot of what I, what I, um, what I obligate to when I'm working with guys in the program. It's like, okay. I tell them that I like now that I don't want to, I didn't get sober to, to, to catch, uh, uh, diabetes second, you know, uh, uh third stage diabetes. Like yeah. I didn't get sober to stay sober 10 years. And now, cause I can't wanted to keep smoking and now I'm vaping that I've got lung cancer. I can get that almost anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do all these things and it's not going to be bulletproof. I'm not going to be not bulletproof to diabetes or to all these other things, but I'm also not going to add to that. You know what I mean? It's like mind, body, spirit, that triangle, it's a very old symbol, right? Unity recovery service. Like people think that the body part of, of that triangle just means abstinence. No, it means taking care. It means rest. It means like making sure that was one of my big things too, with, having children at a later age like no i want to be around running with my kids at at 60 at 65 at 70 i don't want to have them like being wheeled in diapers i mean that still could happen to me granted but if i'm just whacking if i'm going through drive through still i'm 52 if i'm still doing that and having donuts and meetings and cookies at break and this and that i'm just like thrashing myself and again i know now from experience not from a textbook not from someone telling me that my body chemistry changes and it can't handle things like that. Maybe in my 20s, early 30s, it could, but I didn't have the life that I have today. What does that mean, Drew? I didn't have the pressures of um of life, of fatherhood, of being uh, of being into a high functioning relationship, you know, with a with a with a with a kick-ass wife and mom and alpha a per type a personality woman that's a boss you know what i mean so it's like i i i I gotta look at all that stuff that i'm again absorbing or uh, allowing into through my eyes through my ears through this you know i could i can go off and listen to like whatever or binge watch on whatever Mm. 
But I still, to this day, think that I'm that whatever. If I'm listening to rap music, I'm walking out the house thinking I'm like Tupac or Biggie and I'm going to go take on the like, like seriously. And I love that I work out to that. But that's just an example of like, I could still get caught up in fantasy. The book talks about, you know, getting, uh, we don't know fantasy from reality or something like that. It's like, I, oh yeah, no, hello, yes. I could still, or I hear some things or, or and just still walk out, you know what I mean? Or drive down and think that this, that, or that. And it's just, no, that's not reality. But I love fantasy. I've always loved fantasy. I've always loved make-believe. And I don't think that there's a there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think that if you're a creative, you get a lot of stuff from being a dreamer and, a, and an outside-the-box yeah. thinker. So I think that's good. But I, I do think that somewhere along the way I that never give up. we I traded give up. our innocence for Turn that. And... Um, so now we don't do it, but I, I, that's something I actually like And one of the, one of the, one of the things that I do with, with the men that I work with, um, it's like, yeah, how, you know, think back when you wanted to be this and you thought that, and you thought this and, you know, talk to that. A lot of it's like psychotherapy type of stuff, but bringing you back to those and connecting those, those, uh, those, those brain stamps of like, wow. Yeah. I did used to think that, oh my God, now I am you know, because of this, a lot of it's mind. I, I do, I work on a lot of, uh, a lot of mindset, you know, to have the proper mindset to go into things. So, and, and what, what I, what I find out that happens when people come to me, because they either come to me because they want to, um, outside, not, not, not so much. Uh, I don't push uh, obviously the sobriety, even though people know that I'm sober, but usually they want, um, they want a, uh, a weight goal. They want like, uh, they're they're having problems in a relationship. They're having problems in this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's always a lot of that stuff is always tied back to mother father issues. So that's another thing we get to look at, you know. And um, and I only know that or do that because I've done a lot of psychotherapy workshops and things like that. And those are the first relationships you ever know is your mother father or not know or absent of, you know, was that. So it's a lot of um. I know it's um, your podcast sobriety. It's like, there's so much more that I do than just staying sober because if people just sat around and just stayed sober, no, it would look, it would just look a lot, you know, no, it, it it's so much more to me than, and when I first got here, that's all I wanted to do. Oh, I did not want to put a needle in my arm that's or the a drink first, in my mouth. But that's the first year that we, in the first year of sobriety, that's all we can think about. And then um, you come to a point, and now I'm sober. So what? Um, I was I was uh, like an empty canvas. Um, I was an empty shell of a man. And now the question is, who did I want to be? And this is actually a beautiful opportunity for you to explore. You know who you were prior to that. You were probably not very proud of that person, but now you're you've got this empty canvas. So who do you want to be? Um, and it can be anything, really. Um, the, the problem is that often we exchange one problem with another. So you were referring already to the 30 or 60 pounds that you gained. Um, that is very, very easy to do um, because we just exchanged the sugar or the alcohol for the sugar. Um, and then if the if you realize the sugar is not good and uh, it's good to be healthy, then you do four hours exercise a day. 
well, guess what? You're just becoming one holic to you're just changing the holic with a different uh, prefix. Okay, so no, so that is obviously not the right way to go. I love the way that you're focusing on the nutrition. So that's the key thing. And I think that we often feel that we are powerless, that we don't know what to do. Every single day, we eat at least three times uh, a day. And every single time you have got choices that you can make. You can actually do some meal planning uh, on a Sunday, which shows leadership and demonstrates a new role that you take in the household. You're not uh, reactive like, a, like, I don't know, you just, whatever happens, you react to it. No, you're actually trying to predict, okay, we all have to eat this week. So let's take some meat out, take that out, prepare I'll, that and that uh and that. So I love that you say that. I love that you say that because that's one of the big things I work with men. It's like, you want to learn to be more responsive than reactive yeah. because men, and, and again, I work a lot with men and fathers. So I mm -hmm. speak, sorry if I'm, mm -hmm. I'm speaking uh, from that point of view, but it's like, you want to learn to respond and not react. And I've react and I, and I just react. That's all I've ever, that's all, you know, and especially when we're in our active <laughs> addiction. Yeah. We're not responding. We're reacting. But even now it's like, I found myself just reacting, flying off the handle. And to your point with nutrition, a lot of it has to do with, what I've eaten or haven't eaten. Mm. It just does. And I don't, I'm not looking for um, ca a why. Well, why is that? What? No, I'm just looking for, again, just like when I got sober that, no, I have to know that and realize that we learn a lot. Halt, right? Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Don't get too hungry, angry, lonely, tired, early in sobriety. So you don't go out and use, so you don't do this, that. But now it's like really being able to, you know, with what you spoke about earlier with what I build is, you know, building a comprehensive man. And what, what my definition, Jason Wilson talks about a lot is what a comprehensive man is just a man who is the ruler of his emotions. Nice. Not in control of your nice. emotions, but a man who is a ruler of his emotions, good or bad. Mm. Like I said, it's easy to be grateful when things are going your way, but how's your emotional state huh. when they're not going your way? When nice. you're running late, when the kids aren't getting ready, when they, you've told them 70 times to brush their teeth, the dog's barking, your wife's this, she's paging you, she needs this. Like, how is it? Mm. Are you remaining calm in all the chaos? You know, mm. no, like that's what, that's again, the mindset of, of what I want to work on because uh, the longer you stay, the, I, the longer people stay sober, they start getting like, Oh, a little job. I got a house. I got this. I got this. I got that. I got this. Now you have so much going on. The second part of our first step, the unmanageability, that goes through that, you know, the first, the first part of that first step, mm. powerless over alcohol, our lives have become unmanageable. The first step you you got to get, but the second part, there's no like, okay, now that that's done, what do we do now? Mm. The unmanageability is if you're a real one like me, it goes throughout your whole life. You see it a lot. Five, 10, they build a career, they're doing good. Well, yeah. now they're like maybe not paying their taxes. Maybe they should have done an escort. Maybe they should have done like made all these moves. Now they're like looking to hide money, looking to did not do their taxes correctly. Now they're getting nailed. Now, like three years later, they they're they're gonna go drink because they owe 80 grand because they because no one told them, right? Or if they told them they still just wanted to ignore it and do their own thing, which is fine, yeah. but you, you don't know because you're never, you weren't around it, but now, you know, you're getting money. You're like, wait, you're taking how much? You're not taking that much. I'm going to write. So you're starting to like, maybe you're starting to do things that 
maybe would have done you're just you should that aren't the best so anyway that's the big thing too what i work with is like let, let's maybe think about it like this let me give you another point of view i don't agree with like, yeah you got to give 60 percent of it like it's gone like you get this much yeah that sucks but here's what can happen here's been my experience so a lot of it again is just like more conversation more talking about what's uncomfortable about the unmanageability i'm still unmanageable bro like I got like, I got like a stack of mail that I, I'll put in my briefcase. I'll take it to work. My desk, it's home. It just get, moves around. Instead of opening the fucking thing up and paying the bill that I have the money for, I'm still going to want to like, you know, not be organized in my, in my life. So it's like, so it's just yeah. little things like that. It's little yeah. things like that. Building a relationship, building um, a connection that I learned here. Like, I didn't want to be connected. I was disconnected. Yeah. From everything, everyone. I always thought when I, as long as I have money in my pocket and a hot chick, that's all I need. And that's how I operated my life. And I heard a lot of people behind those, um, behind those core beliefs. That's another thing that with guys, with dads of dads, it's like, let's look at your core beliefs. Let's look at your standards. Let's get honest. But, you know, a lot of these guys, when they come to me, it's hard for them. It's just the program, right? People will talk about it's a, 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 a how program, honest, open-minding willingness. Mm-hmm. No, later on it says that it's a it's a it's a it's a who. No one comes in honest. It's willingness, um, open mind, uh, willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it, it it it's it's hard to get the again. That comes down to hey, I don't get it. Hey, I need. Uh, hey, can you help me? Hey, I don't understand. You know, I was never that kid asking questions because every time I asked questions in school I got nailed and said that's a stupid question I just put my head you know what I mean so I learned at a young age that just don't just figure it out or don't say anything at all because then you're going to be teased you're going to be bullied you're going to be like again it's all old programmings that now you're taking into 30 years later not even necessarily because you drank and used behind it a lot of these guys I work with aren't even one of us a lot of these what I do now with my career is like Mm. no they're not one of us Probably in some other areas of their life with the this, the that, the other thing. But hmm. the the programming is 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 still the same at such a young age that they never even thought to put that that you know two and two together. Like, why would I even look at but you know what? Now that you mention it, that's the common thread. Organization is a common thread that I take through not being organized, my career, my relationship, my like that's that's one of those things where you can you can do the same dance for years, but it's mm-hmm. going to be the same dance. The only thing that's changing is the music. You're still doing that old, you know what I mean? When you go out to the dance floor, you you know that one good or two dances, and that's all you do. Well, you 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 bring that habits in your life, and it and it shows up in your real in in, in your relationship, in your career, in your in, in you know in how you interact, how you. Interact. So it's all very old programming that we so take true. a look at, and that I'd like to take a look at too, so you don't get put in. So back to wherever that came from. But, you know, with all of these yeah. guys that, you know, that uh, come in with nothing like me, two years, three years, okay, I want to get this. I want to get a car. I want to get, they want to get all this flash stuff. I'm like, okay, let's look at it. Let's like think about it from, and again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm yeah. not a, yeah. I'm not a, a, a dietitian. I'm not this thing. What I am is just someone that's made all the wrong mistakes. I've course corrected it. In, <laughs> I in, love that. In, course correct you know what i mean of yeah. course corrected all the mistakes in my finances in my yes. romance in my yes. career in my tat like all that stuff and i'm here to like share with you now well, like this is what can happen wow. if you go down you know if you get 
go upside down in credit card, get in the debt and do one of this. Cause at, at the end of the day, that's what I see. It takes a lot of, takes a lot of us out. Not even like the normal people. The normal people will just jump into something else and some other addiction, some other vice, and they won't think twice about it. But for us, as 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 sure as 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 the day is long, I know that resentment is the number one offender. Mm. You you make some of these decisions in business. You keep hurting girls. You keep going running through that whole gamut of, of women. You will if if you don't drink or use again. I know a lot of guys that the ego was so big, so heavy. So much shit was talked around the rooms. They couldn't do that, but they end up putting a bullet in their head or they end up swinging from the rafters. They're not drinking. They're not using, but they just, they can't go. They can't possibly fathom some of the destruction that they've caused. And they're sober. A lot of people like to hide under the, well, I'm sober or this, that. So it's no. another thing when it comes to sobriety, because I know this is sobriety. I'm not like a big, like, well, my my alcoholism's acting up again. I I I uh, I stole. No, you're a thief. Well, my alcohol act is acting up again. I'm an asshole. No, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like it's clear in our literature right. what an alcoholic is. Don't lump in all your other shit. You have other shit. We got. We can help out here. We can suggest here. You know, it's not because you're an alcoholic because you you're you you pulled someone out of their car. You got fucking anger issues, bro. Like you're angry. There's some type of deep-seated anger inside of you, but let's take a look at it. It's something coming. Let's let's follow it down the rabbit hole. Let's write on it. Let's talk about it. Like if not, it's just going to keep showing up. What we resist will persist. Like straight up in some other area of your life, it will. In your marriage, again, in your career, there's only so much that's going to show up in where it's and you. There's only many so many places you're going to be able to hide Hmm. before you're going to have to look and it's going to reflect you and you're going to see it. And what are you going to do then? Yeah. You're still going to, you're going to, you want to do the Fred Astaire like my dad used to say, you want to do the sidestep, you know what I mean? You want to do the sky, get out of the way. Like, nice. what do you want to do about it? How are you going exactly. to handle it? Exactly. I love it. Absolutely love it. True. I think that is, that is the key thing. The alcohol is, it's just the, uh, the alcoholic, the alcoholism is just a sign of all the trauma and of all the, the shit that is going on in our life. Often enough where we have not learned to be the comprehensive man, or, I mean, we are, we are talking a lot about men, uh, in, in, in this interview, which is beautiful is we poor men never get a say in sometimes. Um, and that's really, really good. Uh, we need to talk about that masculinity, but the same applies to uh, women. The same applies to uh, non-binary. Um, we all are a little bit screwed. Uh, we all are um, bloody chimpanzees in in front of a keyboard. Every to, everyone to has step around. Yeah, everyone has pro- like the thing. First thing that we that I realized. And again, everything again is, is on the back of, of 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 the program. And what I learned is though the um, the people that I've uh, worked with, sponsor. I don't even like to say sponsor. I just say work with. Yeah. But the people that I've worked with over the years, early at like I started, you know, I was sponsoring really young, and yeah. man, I couldn't believe I was, you know, there was um, successful, wealthy movie star, like um, genius. It doesn't matter. Like mm. we are all just human. That's why, like early on, I said it's just, you know, we're 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 just humans. We're human. We're just we're just at the end of the day. And sometimes when things fall apart, and when we do do this, and we get caught there, and we get here, and before you go out and either mm. 
uh, find a bullet, a bridge, or a bottle. Like it's like, bro, you're human. It's okay. We can get you can get through it, no matter how big your mistakes. Because it's funny because, and I've I've heard this and everything I've heard, right? And things original, but alcoholics are these people with feelings just running around looking for someone to hurt them. If you sit in your feelings long <laughs> beautiful, enough, beautiful. You know what I mean? If you sit in that yeah. long enough in that self-deprecation, like yeah, you're not going to drink, but you could do something that could, that's just, you're not going to want to, you're not going to come back from, you know? So that's the, that's the, one of the bigger things for me too. It's like, yeah, I don't want you to try. I just don't want you to die, but I want you to realize that we're all human. We all make mistakes. Um, and, and I think that's in the, um, you know, in the connection with someone, you, you realize that. And it, it, I just thought everybody had it figured out, bro, for a year. And I, I got sober at 33, up until that point, even at 35, I thought everybody still had the secret handshake that I had no idea what it was yet. And I just, how, how am I going to find that out? But, you know, but it wasn't until I started working with guys and I said, married guys, single guys, successful guys, non-successful guys, like, wow, everybody kind of has the same, like, the same, uh, the same feelings, you know, that's why they say, you know, look, uh, you know, the similarities, not the differences, you know, listen for your story, listen to how that made you feel, yeah. you know, and, so a lot of a lot of a lot of the work is like around that, and it's hard. And it's hard, as you know, um, you know, seeing people when they just they're not really ready to accept that or hear that or or come to the you know realization mm. of uh, how fallible they are mm. because for whatever reason, um, age, mm. money. I mean, you know, a lot of guys that I've worked with too. It's just it's hard to get their head around the um, the power greater than themselves because they do come from good means or they are wealthy and that's their power. That's their God is money. So it's hard. It's hard for, it's hard for, and my sponsor told me a long time ago, my first sponsor, I had him for 15 years. He said, uh, he goes, you know, the, the bum in the street has a better chance of getting sober than anybody with money. I was like, why, why Danny? Why? He goes, because their God is money. They don't need a God. <laughs> it's just one of those things that's like, wow, that I see now hindsight. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. Now I know what he means. I, I can see how, again, some of the things I work with in dad of dads is it's just energy. Money is, a, is an is an energy that we look into and why it is. And because a lot of us have a lot. Of, one of the biggest, uh, I like to say, and I keep jumping from my from dad of dads to program to AA, but it's like the uh, two of our biggest two of the men two problems that are two the the two of the biggest uh, parts of our lives where it, uh, the fears manifest. Everything comes out of pink or green, romance or finance. So it's either below our belts, right? <laughs> it's either with our dick or with our pocketbook. Those were most of our fears sit. And that's where every character defect festers out of those two. We get a good handle on that and we have a better chance with this other stuff. So I'm always quick to go look at that. You know what I mean? Like how we're doing there, what we're doing there, what we're not doing there. How could we do we be doing better there? Because that's where our fears lie. It's hard. I like, I like. Pink or green. <laughs> oh, Drew, you have got an amazing insight. I love it. And I love the, the honesty, the transparency, the authenticity uh, of it all, because that's really uh, by being by living up to these characteristics by by putting as much of that into our life. 
we can turn around whatever path we have been on we can actually course correct that is a really beautiful way of saying that and most of the times we all are wrong if you're flying from beautiful new zealand to la if you look at the times that your pilot is truly on course that will be about one percent of the time Mm. Most of the time, the plane goes like that. And there's constant correction so that you end up in the right place. So that is your life. And we unfortunately have not accepted that. And we are often get drawn into a multitude of directions. And we're losing losing our, our compass. And I think that is so important. So I think the best thing you can do in your life is to actually surround yourself with people who are a bit further down the path than you are. And that's exactly what you offer with your dad of dad program. Um, so true. Tell us a bit more. If people want to, to know more about the program, about yourself, where can they find you? Uh, it, best way, the best ever for that I use is Instagram. It's on Instagram. It's at dad period or dot of dads. So there's, D-A-D period, O-F period, D-A-D-S. And you can see, you could just follow, you could follow the, everything that I do on there in my story is just, it's is just a, um, yeah, it's just an invitation into, mm-hmm. into how I, I conduct myself and, and, Beautiful. and, and what I do. Beautiful. Uh, dad of dads though. But yeah, that, and that's the thing that is important to me now is because it's important, you know, to what I have, it's relative to what I have going on is to uh, build, build you up as a good, as a saying man, as a masculine man, as a father, so you can help your children and and be there for your kids, because I had such a lack of that, you know, for me growing up. So that's my, that's my purpose, as far as as long as, um, you know, helping, helping another sick and suffering alcoholic, that's a given, I do that. I do that all day throughout the day, but the, 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 the next thing for me now is being a later on in life. Father is, is really, um, mentoring and coaching mm. some of these young guys. And you don't even, I mean, there's just so many with depression, anxiety, like all these things again, that they've been told kids have been slapped on Ritalin at seven and now they're 27 and they're like, wonder why their adrenal, everything's just shot why they're so scared, why they're so, you know, we've, um, I don't know, we've this, that, but my mission is just to help these, just to have even a conversation. Don't even hit me up again at dad of dads, any questions, anything that I could ever like anything you've liked, you didn't like, mm. I'm always there, man, just to get a conversation going. Cause like I said, for years until I found the drinking and drugs, I just thought I was so different or so, but we're not. One of the one of the one of the things that I love to say is like I'm more like you in my character defects than my character assets, and I got to remember that. That's why, that's why, um, you know, Carl Jung said, "What irritates us, the what irritates in others, what irritates us in others will lead us to a better understanding of ourselves." Right. So you know, when you're sitting in a room and you're like, "Oh God, that or this share that," like, "Oh, well, you're seeing." you're looking at a mirror right there you know what i mean uh-huh. you're looking at the mirror Very so nice. i'm more like you uh in your defects than your assets and i want to help you to change those defects into assets for Ooh. someone else 
so you can help another person. Very nice. And that's what this is all about. Because by, by becoming better versions of ourselves, we become the models, we become the leaders, we become the people where we can look back on our deathbed and say, okay, maybe I was an asshole in my younger years, but then I turned around and I'm actually proud of who I've become. And who can say that when they're young? Everyone feels out of sorts. Everyone feels screwed and feels being outsider. Doesn't matter if you're if you're whatever gender, race, color. Doesn't matter what your convictions are. Everyone feels out of sorts. But it's yeah. Our... Every everyone everyone feels awkward. There is always an awkward. Some people absolutely. Everybody that picks up a drink doesn't become an alcoholic. They be mm. they go you know. But that doesn't mean that they're not. Uh, but everybody feels this 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 tension this awkwardness um you know for for um and my wife told me this one too for for the alcoholic she's a normie but um for the alcoholic it's that um and i think this is someone that anybody can relate with period hands down what something that everybody can relate with is is uh is trauma mm. and so um Trauma loads loads the gun and circumstance pulls in our environment pulls the trigger. You know, what we're around. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We all have it. We all have some sort of childhood something, good, bad, or indifferent. If you follow the rabbit hole, if you're honest, if you're transparent, if you could really get to the nuts and bolts of why you are the why you uh, you know, why you are mm. with your fears, with your anxieties, with your insecurities, mm. it all all just again, but it's a long process, but yeah. So true. So. I like that, 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 um, you know, trauma loads the gun and, and our environment pulls the trigger. Hell yes. Drew, we too could talk for hours and that is beautiful. I would maybe, love it. Maybe, I, maybe like we it. should, maybe should, we, we need to come back and maybe talk about other things like the toxic masculinity or talk. Oh, you know, there's yeah. so much, there's so much we too could talk about. Oddly I mean, enough, I have an opinion about that too. Could you imagine that? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, could you imagine that? So guys, look forward to part two, which is no doubt coming into two calls. No doubt. Drew, you're an amazing man. Keep going with what you're doing because you're a beacon of of hope there, and that is exactly what we need in nowadays world. We need to show that uh, that there is hope. We need to be out there, and every day is an opportunity. And let's not waste the 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 privilege of choice. Waste the privilege of of taking action. We can do that. So true. Thank you so much for coming onto my show, man. Thanks for having me, Stefan. I appreciate it. It was great. And again, it's at dad of dads on Instagram. Cool. And Thank you, you guys so much. Out, and you guys out there, look after yourself and live with passion. Bye. I never give up. I never give up. I never give up. Turn around.